This is episode 254, and I'm bringing up an episode from the archives, one of my favorites, and I really hope you enjoy it. Before we dive in, I want to thank Perfect Keto for making today's episode possible and for making rockin' good treats for all us keto folks. Their bars, nut butters, ketones, many of their items, some of my most favorite ones actually that they've ever made, are being reduced in price right now. Like ketones drop from $39 to be $17 off. Their nut butter they're throwing in free nut butter on orders over $80. Plus when you use the coupon code KDP40, you get one and then you get the second one for 40% off plus free shipping. It's like all the good things. And if you're not familiar with Perfect Keto, basically they bridge the gap between the meals you want to make and the meals you don't want to make. Because sometimes we just get busy and we don't have time to make all the good things. And when I don't have time, I go to all of their products to just satisfy my sweet tooth, to hold me over until I can get home to make something for myself. They are created from keto folks who understand that life gets busy sometimes and you just need a quick something so that you're not going toward all the sugary treats and carb loaded things. In fact, right before recording today's podcast episode, I (laughs) broke open a almond butter brownie bar. And a little tip, if you like the keto bars, is store them in a fridge. I find when they're stored in the fridge, they get pretty hard because of the cacao butter. And I break them up into small pieces and then I eat them like little fat bombs. And it's just so fun. It lasts longer. I don't know. It gets like tactileness in there with my fingers. It's just really fun. So if you like snacking like this girl right here and keto has quote unquote not fixed that, Perfect Keto is your jam. Again, if you go to perfectketo.com slash KDP40, use the code KDP40, you're going to buy one and get the second for 40% off in addition to all the deals they have going on right now. Okay, let's cut over to today's episode. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel, and you're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've put together a free 21-page guide on achieving weight loss on your keto diet if nothing is working as a little thank you for being here today. Grab your free guide at ketoforwomen.com to get the steps you need to overcome the hurdles standing in your way. Our guest today is Allie Miller, one of our amazing new Happy Keto Body coaches. So everyone who joins the Happy Keto Body VIP class and every VIP that's ever existed before today will get coached by Allie Miller. So Allie is an integrative functional medicine practitioner with a background in naturopathic medicine. She's a registered and licensed dietitian and certified diabetes educator. A renowned expert in the ketogenic diet, Allie has over a decade of clinical results using a unique whole foods approach to a high fat, low carb protocol. Allie's expertise can be accessed through her website, Allie Miller RD. Okay, let's chat with Allie. Hey, Allie, how are you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Leanne? I'm so good. Thanks for coming on the show today. Good, good. Cool. Okay, so our focus today is um, wanting to set everyone up for success as they embark on keto as a woman. And there are seven things that I think that every woman struggles with as they are approaching the ketogenic diet, or maybe they've been doing it for a little bit and they're feeling like they're struggling. So I wanted to pick your brain because you know all the things about this. (laughs) Starting off with the first struggle that many women face, and that is fat digestion or overall digestive issues. Yeah. And I mean, I get 
almost on the daily, can I do keto without a gallbladder? So that kind of all goes in that category, right? So it is quite a dynamic change for most people to start consuming a high fat diet. And the gallbladder, especially for someone that was uh, doing a calorie restricted low fat diet, like many people do when they're trying to lose weight, the gallbladder becomes kind of lazy and starts to create this sludge because it's not working. And the function of bile, which is what the gallbladder holds, is to emulsify and help with fat absorption. And basically just like soap removes dirt, the emulsification creates nice bowel formation. So it is important to stimulate and work with your liver and gallbladder. So things you might consider is like an apple cider vinegar shot in the morning. Um, Using lemon juice is a really good tool as well. And then if you're dealing with significant impact and you don't have a gallbladder, I highly recommend taking a digestive enzyme that has lipase. That's the type of enzyme that breaks down lipids. And then all also a little bit of ox bile in there to help to compensate for that lack of gallbladder. And that's a huge resolution to deal with if you're having loose urgent stools with the high fat diet. Another thing you might switch up is maybe if you're doing pure fats in your liquids right away, swapping that game up because we right away want to go into like the fatty coffees and teas and such. So maybe switching up like your MCT oil to MCT powder, that's going to be less distressing on the digestive system and or playing with eggs in the morning before you go into fasting so your body can kind of calibrate and get adjusted to the higher fat without just spurting that high fat in the system right in the morning. So a couple things you could kind of adjust there. And then other digestive pieces, like if we're dealing with constipation, we want to make sure we're getting enough fiber from leafy greens. So I love to encourage like two to three cups of leafy greens a day. And then a cultured probiotic rich food like sauerkraut or uh, kombucha, water kefir. All of these are great options to inoculate the good bugs that will help with that bowel motility. Amazing. Okay. The second one is keto flu. And I think so many of us just start to feel like garbage on keto and we don't even know what it is and it's keto flu. And then we push too hard and we end up giving up and we never knew it was keto flu. So can we... (sighs) bust it down. (laughs) It's important to say as a disclaimer, you know, it takes like 72 hours for your body to adapt from a carbohydrate diet. Generally speaking, if you're not fully fat adapted into making ketones. So if you're just starting keto and you're eating carbs every Saturday um, or every Saturday and Sunday, and then trying to go back on Monday, you might have a problem with keto flu chronically because you're never really getting fat adapted. So that's something to consider for sure. Locking and loading. And the the reason we have keto flu often deals with electrolyte imbalance. So when you lower carbohydrates in your diet, that has the word hydrate within carbohydrates. So you lose that whooshing of the water immediately. And that's that excitement on the scale that we see. But with water regulation change in the body, we tend to get electrolyte imbalance. So being mindful of sodium and quite liberal with a quality salt that has good minerals, like a Celtic sea salt, Himalayan salt, or the real salt, really important to get those trace minerals and be liberal, like two teaspoons minimum a day, adding that even to your water or to your coffee. I like to do half of an avocado with uh, coarse salt and lemon juice because that adds that potassium as well as that sodium. And then you get a good amount of magnesium in your nuts and seeds and your leafy greens. But magnesium is usually my first go-to supplement intervention. The form of magnesium glycinate is the best neuromuscular if you're dealing with headaches and chronic fatigue and just not able to kick it. Mm. Amazing. Okay. The third thing is people are told on keto that 
you'll never be hungry. So they leave their house without any food and then they get hungry and then they are not eating keto and they go to McDonald's and they get fries because they're just so hungry they can't survive. So what are some of your quick tips on easy access foods to keep us eating the fats and, and yeah. keeping us feeling good. Yeah. So I love all of the varieties of nut butter packs that are out now. Great things to like throw in your purse. Also, I love that even this might sound strange, but I love the individual olive oil on its own and I keep salt in my purse <laughs> and I will literally yeah. shoot olive oil with salt. Um, and I think that that's like the most amazing pick me up, but don't worry friends. There's other like chewable real food options as well. <laughs> so doing like a quick um, roll up, I like to take a leafy green, like a collard green with a good quality nitrate free deli meat um, and a slice of cheese or an aioli and roll that up and then like cut it like little sushi slices super easy and you can keep that on hand for times of need and I think we often think that everything has to be temperature controlled but there's so many things celery with nut butter just eating nuts and seeds like macadamia nuts coconut uh, little chips of dried coconut all these things work really well to the level of parm crisps. And we're getting so much more now snacks on the market that work really well in a pinch. And I also never leave home without a quality grass-fed beef jerky stick or the um, Peterson's individually wrapped bacon because that's always oh, a good tool. <laughs> how can you not have that in your purse at all? <laughs> <laughs> that's what like saves me from so much of my two-year-old's meltdowns. It's like, here, child, yeah, have some bacon. bacon. It works every time. <laughs> Amazing motherly tip. Okay. The fourth <laughs> piece is when we get started in keto and I did the same thing, I was like, plants, uh, carbs. And I just focused on fats. And one mega tip that I wish I would have learned way sooner, it would have caused a lot less headache is balancing fats and plants. Would you agree? And what are your favorite plants to do that? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, plants are great because you can get a lot of volume. So although you may have more satiety, as you mentioned with the ketogenic diet, we also are kind of natured to want to feel full at times. And so not to the level of discomfort, but to actually get some of that stretch receptor action going on in the gut. And so using like two to three cups of leafy greens is only going to hit you like 50 calories, very moderate to low. And, you know, you're really going to get a huge bang for your buck for satiety there. You're also going to get that magnesium that's going to be very rich in minerals, folate, which is a great nutrient density. And you can get a lot of nutrients in your vegetables, your non-starchy vegetables that support detoxification and hormone balance. So I think it's definitely a balance. And every time you have a vegetable, you totally want to have fat with it. So adding uh, fats like quality olive oil to your salad with an acid actually helps to absorb the nutrients in the greens, adding a ghee or avocado oil to your roasted cauliflower with turmeric is a great way to absorb that bioavailability of the curcuminoids. So foods work in synergy and they're definitely friends. And I think they're both essential pieces of a healthy, balanced keto diet. Yes. Couldn't agree with you more. Okay. The fifth thing that beginners struggle with, or just women on keto really is Craving sweets, especially when you first get started, you still got that strong sweet tooth and you're just like, I just want, uh, mine was Swedish fish. I could, okay. I was just like, I want the Swedish fish. Uh, my trick was to just keep eating fat, like just eat fat, 
keep adding fat and it just goes away. But what are your thoughts? Yeah. So having some nice flavored fat bombs are great. Um, you know, so many good recipes out there using a nut butter, cacao butter or cacao powder, grass fed butter, coconut oil, you name it as the fat and fat bombs in your freezer is a great place. They stay forever. So those are a great go-to. If you're dealing with emotional or physical hunger, I think just using pure coconut oil is a great tool because you're giving your body high octane fuel. You're getting those MCTs to help to produce ketones to help to give you more satiety. And that breaks that chain of like, is this emotional? Is this a particular flavor or do I just need fuel? So that can be a great tool too, just a straight up spoonful of coconut oil. And I have never seen a client binge on coconut oil where they may with like a nut butter. So that's a little bit more of a slippery slope food. But my third favorite go-to would be a square of dark chocolate with nut butter or toasted coconut butter spread on top with coarse salt. That's my go-to for sure. Anytime I'm like around that time of the month and I feel like I've earned it, it's a really good option and still stays very low carb and keto friendly. Yep. That is my go-to as well. The toasted <laughs> coconut butter is essential. Okay. The sixth overwhelm. There's so much stuff coming at you and so many things you think you need to do and how you need to do them. How do we overcome that so that we just don't say enough's enough. I can't do this. I'm out. So I think the most important thing is getting back to connecting with our bodies and journaling is a really important tool of that. So maybe not tracking to the level of like on my fit pal doing macros, maybe journaling and just checking in with how you feel. So that way you can kind of weed out the trends of if you felt more bloated, was there a trend of a particular food you ate too much of? And maybe that's an intolerance and you want to tease that out. Or if you had really awesome killer digestion and awesome bowel movement, on Wednesday. What did you eat on Tuesday? How can you mimic that again? So journaling and taking both the qualitative experience of your body, including sleep, energy, digestion, feelings, and then using that as reflection is the best way to stay connected. And the more connected you are, the more you can help to evolve within your diet decisions without just focusing on rules and doctrine, which can sometimes drive you to disconnect and work the other way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Seventh, final one, social situations. We start to get really, really nervous as we embark in treating our body with kindness of eating low carb, high fat and getting a feel for it. And then we go to work and a friend asks us if we want brownies or we want to go for lunch. And then we're like, uh, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. So I think really being solid in your commitment and I love to incorporate mantra. Like I eat foods that love my body and I eat foods that nourish my body or, you know, I'm eating foods to nourish and heal, uh, at this time. And there's nothing that I want that I can't have. It's a desire thing. And it's a kind of perspective shift of taking out the victim mentality. You're able to empower yourself with your food decisions. So Food should be work, worked to empower you, not to have power over you. And when you start to feel victimized, that's only going to lead you to want to fall off. I also see on the other end of the spectrum, the wolves in sheepskin when you're losing weight and looking all fly and people are like, are you going to eat like that forever? Uh, so community is super important to have friends in the world of keto that keep you on track and don't put their toe out to trip your progress. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And all of this really is to communicate to you and everything that I'm hearing is like, we can keep it simple. Yeah. We don't have to feel lost as we embark on keto. I really hope you enjoyed that. 
on Sunday, June 28th, episode 256, Tiffany Flatness taken over the show to talk about rock bottom thyroid treatment. So excited to share this thyroid goodie with you. And then on Sunday, July 5th, episode 257, we have Dr. Kieran Dunstan chatting about why diet and exercise will never be enough and really how to get all out of the eat less, exercise more craziness that so, so, so many of us have been wrapped up into for years and years, if not decades. Can't wait to see you there. I hope you're having a great day and I will see you soon. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. 